Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Gratefully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, October the 4th. We are back in the studio rocking and rolling episode 112. I am feeling like I am ready to get right into this conversation. Do we want to get to the end of our lives or nearest to that point and have to be faced with asking ourselves, What if I would have chosen joy? It's a tough question right there. What if I would have chosen joy is such a profound question, and I personally don't want to get to the end of my existence and have to consider that. I want to live a life that I would already assume that I did my absolute best to choose joy in every opportunity that I had to do that. So I'm coming off of a conversation with over 600 attendees where we had this dialogue with one another about choosing joy and how much choice we actually have and how much power is in that. There was some dialogue exchange when it comes to that. And we think, hey, sometimes we make certain choices. This was a great point that was presented to me. Other people can in turn become hurt. And I think that we have to do that and do so unapologetically. The conversation then goes to, it's not that I don't like you. I just love me more. I'm in a season of boundaries. I'm in a season of taking my power back. How many of us out there know that when we lose loved ones, when we're faced with life's most difficult challenges and adversity, it takes our power away. We feel so helpless and and powerless. But the mere fact that we have free will and we can absolutely make a choice, which is making a decision to take action between two or more possibilities, we can get our joy back. How do we do that? Well, that's one decision at a time. But in order for you to be empowered in doing so, I think you have to be brave. I think we have to be intentional. And I think we have to be willing to take accountability for our decisions. A lot of times the reason why we don't take risk if I can say this to you, is because we're just afraid of the potential outcome. But if I leaned into my decision-making and knowing that I'm intentional, that my purpose and my intent would be to have a favorable outcome, well, then I have to be okay with that. We're not going to always get it right, but if we continue to move through this healing journey and, and act as if we have nothing in our controllers, no opportunities where we can get more joy and get more excitement and more happiness and that life is just woe is me, Well, that's the kind of life that you're going to live. Our minds are way more powerful than I think we give them, especially when we're hurt. In our periods of devastation, I think we forget who we are. I think because some parts of us do get diminished in our pain, we lose sight of our power. And so if nothing else, I'm really hoping that you can just regain that and see that there's possibility there. Someone asked a question, how do we alleviate negative self-talk? And I told the story that I I wanted to become a runner. 
it was really just important to me. I'm, I'm the kind of person I'm driving down a road and I see you running. I'm like, brr, brr, good for you. And I really want to do that. I want to be that person. So I went out. I said, hey, I want to buy some expensive running shoes because I know that's what I need. That's the reason why I'm not able to run because I don't have expensive running shoes. So I went to the running store and I got measured and, and, and got the right inserts and everything for my shoes. And this is, this is the perfect shoe for my fit. So I'm also frugal. So I spent $135 on these Brooks sneakers. So I know I'm not going to waste them. That's what I'm telling myself. So I am going to start running. I have a friend of mine who's a runner. She runs. She, this is what she's done. I know that if I think of running, I think of her. So I say, hey, Nicole, what do I have to do? I, I want to become a runner. What do I do? I'll give you one second to think about it wherever you are listening to this. What do you think that she said? Yes, she said run. That's not what I wanted to hear. I wanted like an Excel spreadsheet. I wanted a plan. I wanted her to say, oh, get this app. We'll do this. You do that. She said run. Sometimes we overcomplicate out of fear. A lot of times it's more comfortable to sit behind excuses. Well, I can't do it because I don't have this. I can't do it because I didn't see that. I wasn't raised that way. I wasn't in that environment, but you do. You have the power. And listen, you may not get as far as you actually want to get to whatever your healing looks like. But if you make the right choices, every single opportunity you get, well, I can almost promise you that you'll get closer. than you would have been if you allow life to keep kicking you around and telling you in what direction you're going to go. And for some of us, if I'm being quite frankly and honest, we're not going in any direction. We're sitting there and we're literally watching life pass us by. Sure, it might not be the life that you envisioned before you were faced with those losses, but it can be a life filled with joy if you choose to. I want to challenge you to do the same thing as I challenged some folks recently with this. So I want you to take a moment. And I want you to think about one, two, or possibly three people that you love. That you would say to someone else, I'd do anything for you. I do. I would do anything for these people. Is that your spouse? Is that your children? Is that your parents? Whomever it is, get those people in your mind right now. And I want you to think to yourself, how would their lives be impacted if I chose more joy? So you think about right now. You currently still have the opportunity to impact their lives more positivity, positively by choosing joy. Do you want to get to the end of your life, whenever that is? Because, again, we don't know when that is. But when you're faced with that, do you want to think about those same three people, one person, two people, and say, what if I would have chosen more joy? How different would their lives have been? The decision is absolutely yours. And we have to take back our power right now. No one's coming to save you. Although being saved, I'm sure, feels good to an extent because it, it comes with a different type of feeling of love. People care about me. People want to help me. People see my pain, and my pain is now validated because they look back to reach the hand. They coddled me. They, they, they held my hand. They pulled me through. But wouldn't the story sound pretty darn good, too, if it says I picked myself up? I dug deep. I did this because I did it for myself because I know that I deserve it. 
I, I like that, that outcome. It's not a pride thing. It's not a pride thing, anything except for yourself, your livelihood. But we're just waiting for this complicated answer, the Excel spreadsheet, the, the answer of the day, the ding, ding, ding. I'll take that for 500, Alex. I take this. Make a choice. I, I'm, I'm on one today. I'm on one today, and I know that I am, and I'm kind of coming at you. Forgive me, but I care about you. So this is this is my this is my lifeline. This is my baby attempt to kind of save you and and put you out there because I'm not a savior either. But I am someone who wants to show you that example and show you that you absolutely can have a better life. That although parts of you died when they did and 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 you are having a hard time remembering who you are. Maybe when you look in the mirror, some parts of you are unrecognizable. Well, then introduce yourself to the new parts. There's a possibility. There does not have to be a period at the end of the sentence. There's other punctuation options for you. There are absolutely other options for you. You are, I would normally say, the author of your life, and I don't necessarily agree with that, but I must tell you why. In my life, I'm the co-author. My God is first. But my faith without works is dead, so I have to do my part. So together, me and my higher power can rewrite this thing. It could be certain parts that are planned, and of course, I can't rewrite what is destined for me, but the parts that I can control, I want to do that. I don't want to be upset with myself. I don't want to feel this certain level of, of regret. I did not, and you did not have a choice if they lived or died, but we do, and I do have a choice how I live before I die. So what will you do? Will joy be your option? Because I just get excited when I say the word joy. It just gives me this, ooh, feeling, a feeling of something I want more of. Give me more joy, more, more, more. The joy brings, brings the peace, and the peace gives me so much more energy for life. But it also has to become really important to you. And it's, it's not really as easy as I'm saying this and I'm spewing these words to you. I wish it was that easy because even in, let's be real here, when we're searching and we're seeking for that joy and we're reaching for it in our lives. So this is us. We're reaching for the joy. And guess what? Life and the people in, in your life are, are doing this. So you're trying to go here and they're pulling on you. Sever. Sever, create boundaries. It has to be important. It has to be personal. It has to be personal. No offense to you. I love you, but this is my season. No offense to you. I love you, but I just really can't right now. I'm depleted. It's a real thing. Speak your mind to protect your heart. Speak your mind to protect your journey. You deserve healing, and you have to do that. So how much deep are you willing to go to say listen I life has kicked my behind I'm tired I miss laughing I miss smiling and sometimes I know you can feel guilty about that after losses you can feel guilty about that and that's okay that's totally okay. I have also too felt guilty 
I, I always think to myself, my friend will always be 25. I'm going to be 36. My friend will always be 25. Sometimes that hurts. But when I think about my friend, because you know your loved ones, you can hear, you know that if I said, would you prefer for me to choose more joy or stay sad and stay stuck because you unfortunately didn't have the opportunity to see 35? You better live your life. I'm sure your people would say that to you. I don't know, have to know them to know that if, if I love someone and they love me back, well, it would only be my prayer that their intention for me would be to have a life of more joy. Just because you laugh and you smile, it doesn't mean that you're moving on from them. It means that while you are carrying this pain, you're bringing the joy with you. We're, we're figuring out this, this yin, this yang, this coexisting experience where the two of them can be there. But this pain is inevitable, so it's coming with you whether you want to or not. So I want to bring as much joy as I can to outweigh that so the odds, so the scale's not even. So the scale's not even. How are we going to do this? By choice. We cannot say, oh, I just, I just, I just want to live... I just want more joy. I just want to live a life of more joy. I just wish I was happier. I just want to be happier. I'm just so unhappy. So be happy. What makes you happy? Make a happy list. What makes you smile? Smile. Watch TV. Watch movies. Do things. What are you really filling your mind with? I can call myself out there there. I had to make decisions. I had to stop reading certain articles and certain things and exposing myself to the joy suckers of life. The things that put that pain more in my face. So then, look, if it's in my face, I cannot see where I'm trying to go. I can't see the joy because I'm adding this. Why? Why would I voluntarily read sorrow? It's silly, guys. We're doing silly things. But we want to have favorable outcomes. It doesn't make sense. The math isn't mathing. It's not. So thank you for letting me bully this conversation around a little bit, shake things up a bit, because we have to understand who we are and our power is truly there. But it just seems it just seems so I don't want to say obvious. But it seems so simple to say, oh, wow, I can actually have a good day if I choose to. Because remember, in the beginning, I talked about bravery, intentional accountability. So if my intent is to have a good day, then even when those moments that aren't so good come into play, I say, but I said today was going to be a good day. So I'm going to I'm going to overcome. I'm going to dodge that moment. I'm going to keep going because I was intentional when my day started. Power, the power of your words. Speak it as if it is so. Stay committed long before the feeling of not wanting to be committed goes away. I'm committed to having a good day today, so whatever you got to say, John, doesn't matter to me. Whatever you got going on, Tim, I really, eh, not today because today's my day. And if we have to say that every single day, well, then darn it, so be it. I want to be around more happy people. Think about those three people. If you're happy or if you have more joy, guess what? So are they. So are they. 
And if a person is, if it makes them uncomfortable how happy you are and it's con- it's not being contagious, it's being irritating, well, then that person probably shouldn't be in your inner circle. Tough, hard conversations. I'm not talking to the joy sucker today. Nah, I'm sorry. I love you, but I can't do it. We might have to start having real conversations with people. When, when, when you answer the phone, what, what type of time are you on? Tell me what type of time. You, oh, you don't, I don't even like where this is going. I love you. If an emergency comes up, hit me back. Otherwise, I got to go. Let me tell you how many times we get to live this life this way. That's it. So if we're keeping ourselves from reaching that level of peace and joy and where we want to be based on other people's feelings and emotions or based on not being liked or whatever the plethora of reasons that you can come up with, well, then you're sorely mistaken. Come on, let's do it. Let's just pick joy. This pain is a lot. The devastation is a lot. Listen, I get it. And you might not be immediately ready, depending on where you are in your lost journey. So, again, everything that I say is not just going to be great for every single person, depending on where you are. But I do think that at some point, if your intention is to reach some level of healing, then this conversation will be beneficial at one point or another. I I hope that it is today. And it's another thing. I'm going to call you out, too. If you are a joy sucker, stop. If you want to be miserable, Mark then do it by yourself. I love when a person knows they're in a bad mood and they can say it. That's so beautiful. Just let me know. I'm not really in the best mood today. I really don't want my energy to be contagious or bring you down. Well, God bless you. Uh, Look at you. Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and bust that U-turn. I'm not going to stop by now. Like, if you already know that, just let somebody know. It's, It's like we don't have these conversations out of, what for whatever reason when we can do that if you're not in the best of mood don't go out tonight don't go around don't take the calls like on both ends of every part of this there's going to be someone that falls in one category or another and so again it goes back to the accountability the intention and being brave be brave in your decision making but but realize that whole misery loves company thing that's real And it's also real that you don't like being alone. So you'll sacrifice your joy so that you're not bored. Wowzers. Misery loves company and you don't like being alone. So you'll sacrifice your joy so you're not bored. I don't know who I'm talking to and I don't know who I'm calling out, but I'm telling you right now, we better get some people spending some more quiet time with themselves. When you get that feeling and you know that, oh, I'm feeling good internal, I'm feeling good, and you're just by yourself and you can just get into a jam and smile and laugh, that's amazing. And, and the reality is it might not even be that you have to do too much rearranging within yourself. It might just be cutting people off. Who knew when I broke up with so-and-so I would be smiling? That could be you saying that. Who knew when I changed jobs, my life just, wow, I feel lighter. It's just one decision away, folks. Why are we pushing through the, why are we pushing through the misery? 
I think we have to be selective. And again, it goes by choice. So in everyone's situation, it might not be the best time in their life to just up and leave a job. So that's fine. That's fair. I'm here for about eight hours. Okay. So what do I do with the rest of the day? This is something that I can't control, but I can control what I do on my lunch break. Go for a walk. Go in your car, listen to a good song. Drive, drive away. We have to be intentional. You have to want it. E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher says, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Sometimes it has to become that serious or life is going to go pew. And how do you want to be watching that go by? I want to be enjoying it. Last story and I'll get out of here. If it's your first time listening to the Griefully podcast or maybe you haven't listened to episodes 111 and beyond, well, then you might not know this, but I actually have been afraid to fly for the last five years. Death came in and it stole my joy. It did. I always envisioned my life being a life of someone that traveled. And at some point I was too broke. I'm just telling you, I didn't have the money to really travel. It just wasn't a part of my life at that time. And then when I got to a point in my life where I had a little bit more scratch to play around with, I was scared. My grandmother died. It enhanced my death anxiety. I took a flight shortly thereafter. I felt like I was going to die the whole time, and I hadn't been back on a plane since. Until this past August of 2021, my grandmother passed away in 2016. When I tell you, the pure joy. I could cry that this was such a pivotal moment in my life. So when I'm telling you to make decisions, I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. It took a lot of decisions, a lot of choice, a lot of choice, a lot of intention, a lot of bravery, a lot of accountability to get on that plane and enjoy Mexico with my family. An amazing trip, an amazing opportunity that my mind, my fear, death, grief, those thieves of joy took from me. I was pissed off. I'm taking my life back, bro. It's not how it's going down. You're not going to be able to do that no more. It's been five years. I'm out. Because I would have gotten to the end of my life and I would have said, what if I would have chosen more joy? What if I would have chosen to go on that plane? Oh, my goodness. I would have had to sit back and just watch pictures and and watch videos of how much fun and laughter it was. But I got to enjoy it. It was there. It was fun. It was amazing. But no one, it doesn't matter. I will talk about it in therapy, counseling. I've talked about it with my spouse, my family, my friends. I've talked about it with you all. No one was able to do that for me but me. It had to be me. I'm the person that had to do this. And it was super important for me. And I was so proud. And I hope that empowers you. That it might take you some time. You might not immediately get there. But it's going to feel good knowing that you're almost there. I'm talking, I had to do, I had to go up to the, to the pilot and introduce myself to him before I boarded the plane. And it made me feel good. You could think that's silly, but guess what? That was a choice I made to get my joy back. Yes, I had a picture of the of a part of the trip on my on my screensaver on my phone because I know that every day I've got to make choices to get there. I shut down the articles that were about so many so much death and just 
just mishaps that were happening in the world because I wanted to get my joy back. So as I start to get out of here, I want to know you to think to yourself, what are you going to do to get your joy back? What decision will you make today from hearing this? Because you're hearing this episode, so I'm going to hold you accountable. You made a choice to get here and to push play, and thank you for doing so. But because you did that, now you're challenged. Tag, you're it. You are it, and I want you to run with that. I want you to run like hell towards your joy. Get going. Make it happen. And I know it, and I believe in you, and I know you can do it, and I can't wait to hear feedback. Let me know how this episode helped you. You can DM me, reach out to me, send me an email, thegriefbully at gmail.com. Whatever it is you want to do, make sure you do it. Drop a comment if this helped you, if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're listening to the audio, definitely go leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. I truly appreciate it. Guys, do I have to tell you this every single week? You should definitely know by now where I hang out the most over on Instagram. Make sure you follow me there at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. Guys, so next time you already know, love and light. Peace.